Nineteenth lesson. Power for prayer and work. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believes in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, that will I do. John 14, 12-13. As the Saviour opened his public ministry with his disciples with the Sermon on the Mount, so he closed it with the parting address preserved for us by John. He spoke more than once of prayer in both of these, but with a difference. In the Sermon on the Mount, he spoke to disciples who had just entered his school and barely knew that God was their Father. Their prayer chiefly referenced their personal needs. In his closing address, he spoke to disciples whose training time had come to an end and who were ready as his messengers to take his place and his work. In the first lesson, he told them to be childlike pray believingly, and trust the Father that He would give them all good gifts. Here He pointed to something higher. They were now His friends, to whom He had made known all that He had heard of the Father. His messengers had joined His plans, and the care of His work and kingdom on earth was to be entrusted to them. They were to go out and do His works, and in the power of His approaching exaltation they would do even greater works. Prayer was to be the channel through which that power was to be received for their work. With Christ's ascension to the Father, a new epoch began for both their working and praying. This connection comes out in our text from John. As His body here on earth, as those who were one with Him in heaven, they were to do greater works than He had done. Their success and their victories were to be greater than His. He mentioned two reasons for this. One was that he was to go to the Father and receive all power. The other was that they could now ask and expect everything in his name. Because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, that will I do. His going to the Father would bring the double blessing. They could ask and receive everything in his name, and as a consequence, they would do the greater works. This first mention of prayer in our Saviour's parting words thus teaches us two important lessons. He that would do the works of Jesus must pray in His name. He that would pray in His name must work in His name. He who would work must pray. In prayer the power for work is obtained. He who in faith wants to do the works that Jesus did must pray in His name. As long as Jesus was here on earth, he did the greatest works. Demons that the disciples could not cast out fled at his word. When he went to the Father, he was no longer here in the body to work directly. The disciples became his body. All his work from the throne in heaven had to be done through them. One might have thought that because he was leaving the scene and could only work through ambassadors, the works might be fewer and weaker. He assures us of the contrary. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believes in me, the works that I do, he shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do. His approaching death was to be an end of the power of sin. With the resurrection, the powers of the eternal life were to take possession of the human body and obtain supremacy over human life. 
With his ascension, he was to receive the power to communicate the Holy Spirit to his own. The union, the oneness between himself on the throne and them on earth, was to be so intensely and divinely perfect that he meant it as the literal truth. Greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And how true it was! During three years of personal labor on earth, Jesus gathered little more than five hundred disciples, and most of them were so feeble that they were little credit to his cause. So it was given to men like Peter and Paul to do greater things than he had done. From the throne he could do through them what he, in his humiliation, could not do. But there was one condition He that believes in me, greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, that will I do. Christ's going to the Father would give him a new power to hear prayer. For the doing of the greater works, two things were needed his going to the Father to receive all power, and our prayer in his name to receive all power from him again. As he asks the Father, he receives and gives us the power of the new dispensation for the greater works. As we believe and ask in his name, the power comes and takes possession of us to do the greater works. Sadly, there is little or nothing to be seen of the power to do anything like Christ's works, not to mention greater works. There can only be one reason for this. Believing Him and believing prayer in His name are lacking. Every laborer and leader in church, school, home philanthropy, or foreign missions must learn this lesson. Prayer in the name of Jesus is the way to share in the mighty power that Jesus received from the Father for His people. In this power alone, he who believes can do the greater works. Jesus gives an answer to every complaint of weakness, unfitness, difficulties, or lack of success. He that believes in me, the works that I do he shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go into the Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, that will I do. We must understand that the first and chief thing for everyone who wants to do the work of Jesus is to believe and thereby be linked to Him, the Almighty One. Then one must pray the prayer of faith in His name. Without this, our work is human and carnal. It may have some use in restraining sin or preparing the way for blessing, but the real power is lacking. Effectual working needs effectual prayer. The second lesson is that he who wants to pray must work. It is for power to work that prayer has such great promises. The power for the effectual prayer of faith will be gained through working. In the parting words of our blessed Lord, we find that he repeats those prayer promises that have often awakened our questions and curiosity no fewer than six times. John 14, 13 to 14, 15, 7, 16, 16, 23 to 24. How many believers have read whatsoever, anything, what ye will, and ask, and ye shall receive, with joy and hope, and in deep earnestness of soul sought to plead these words for their own needs, but have come out disappointed? 
The simple reason was that they had split the promise from its surroundings. The Lord gave the wonderful promise of the free use of His name with the Father in connection with the doing of His works. The disciple who gives himself completely for Jesus' work and kingdom and for His will and honor will receive the power to appropriate the promise. He who would gladly grasp the promise when he wants something special for himself will be disappointed, because that would make Jesus the servant of his own comfort. But to him who seeks to pray the effectual prayer of faith because he needs it for the work of the Master will be given the power to learn it, because he has made himself the servant of his Lord's interests. Prayer not only teaches and strengthens us to work, but work also teaches and strengthens us to pray. This is in perfect harmony in both the natural and the spiritual world. Scripture, Whosoever has, to him shall be given. Matthew 13, 12. He that is faithful with little is faithful also with much. Luke 16, 10. With the small amount of grace we have already received, let us give ourselves to the Master for His work. That work will be to us a real school of prayer. When Moses had to take charge of a rebellious people, he felt the need, but also the courage, to speak boldly to God and ask great things of Him. Exodus 33, 12, 15, 18. As we give ourselves entirely to God for His work, we will feel that nothing less than these great promises is what we need. Nothing less is what we may confidently expect. Believer in Jesus, you are called and appointed to do the works of Jesus, and even greater works, because He has gone to the Father to receive the power to do them in and through you. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, that will I do. Give yourself and live to do the works of Christ, and you will learn how to obtain wonderful answers to prayer. Give yourself and live to pray, and you will learn how to do the works He did and greater works. With disciples full of faith in Him and bold in prayer, Christ can conquer the world. O my Lord, I have again heard words from You that surpass my comprehension, and yet I cannot do anything except to receive them as Your gift to me in simple, childlike faith. You have said that because of Your going to the Father, anyone who believes in You will do the works that You have done and greater works. Lord, I worship You as the glorified One, and look for the fulfillment of Your promise. May my whole life be one of continued believing in You. So, purify and sanctify my heart. Make it so tenderly susceptible to You and Your love that believing in You will be its very life. And You have said that because of Your going to the Father, whatsoever we ask, You will do. From Your throne of power, You want Your people to share the power given to You and work as the members of your body in response to their believing prayers in your name. Power in prayer with you, and power in work with men, is what you have promised your people and me. Blessed Lord, forgive us for not believing you and your promise, and not proving your faithfulness. O oh, forgive us that we have so little honored your all-prevailing name in heaven and upon earth. Lord, teach me to pray so that I may prove that your name is all prevailing with God and men and devils. Yes, teach me to work and pray so that you can glorify yourself in me as the omnipotent one and do your great works through me too.
Amen.